0: Bonjour, oh, bon oui, je m'appelle Dante, et avec moi, Danny. Today, because je dois trouver les bélins, I am punishing Danny with French metal band, Gojira.
1: Could, could you not figure out how to say today because in French?
0: <clears throat> I What did I say? I said that my name is Dante and with me is Danny. My grammar Mm -hmm. was probably incorrect. Um, Harkening back to high school French days. (laughs) Oh, right. Oh, I I did. Okay. I hear what you're saying now because I said today and because in
1: English. In English, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes. What is, I guess jour, like soup de jour, like jour is today. Um, Oh my God, what is because? Because should be an easy one. I should remember that. But I don't. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I say, so, hold on, I'm going to listen to it in my headphones one more time. J'ai dois trouver les baleines is it's because I said because today I have to find the whales.
1: (laughs) Did you say five songs or less?
0: Hey everybody, this is five songs or less. This is (laughs) this is sank songs or less. There we go. There we go. I'm not going back and doing all that again. That's French enough. (laughs) Yeah, French enough. Did you say Koshira? I can't I remember did say now. I, I, did. Okay. I did. I did say Guzira. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Hello, Danny. <laughs>
1: Hi, Dante.
0: Salut, Danny.
1: Salut. Bonjour. That's as much French as I know. I think I know a little bit more. We went to France and Paris what? specifically. Oh, um, please
0: take it away. This is perfect.
1: 2013. 2013. 2013. She was, Amanda was pregnant with Han. That was our last, our last hurrah before having kids. So we went to Paris with our with some friends, and it was great. It was fucking amazing. Uh, don't speak any French. We you know picked up some phrases here and there. Everyone was super nice. That like stereotypical French people hating Americans. If you are cordial and you say hello when you're walking into a fucking whatever establishment, mm-hmm. bonjour. They're nice to you. Who to thunk?
0: Well, this also was in the Obama days, so
1: true. That's true. But yeah, it was great. We, you know, went to museums and went to uh went to oh god, what is that cemetery called? We went to a big cemetery, the one where Jim Morrison is buried.
0: Oh god, did fucking piss on his grave.
1: <laughs> I couldn't reach. Um, Wait, what? I tried. It was too far away.
0: Is the grave elevated?
1: No, I just couldn't get close enough because there was like all these people around it.
0: Oh, I thought you were making a dick joke and I was like, I mean, I don't know that. that that's both.
1: Really- both. Uh, went to a, a French metal record store. Oh. Co- called, uh, oh God, what is it called? I, I don't keep know. wanting to say fear of Satan, but that's not it.
0: Yeah, well, okay, hold on. Um, hold on. That might Shira be. The was there. I <laughs> no, I. I it might be fear of Satan. Um, Is it fear of Satan? Well, because I believe I only know that because they are associated with Alcest.
1: Oh, they could be. Just I'm looking up the band it. Year of No Light because that's how I. Came across this.
0: Oh, that name came up before because uh, they yeah. stole they stole my band name idea. Mm-hmm.
1: Music Fear Satan. I knew oh, I okay. was close. Yeah, yeah, Music yeah. Fear Satan. They have a small record store in Paris. Uh, and I bought three records. I bought a Year of No Light record. Uh, I bought a Altar of Plagues record. Have you ever heard them before?
0: Mm, I don't think so.
1: Okay, I might give them to you. You'd probably be into it. Is it? Uh, Are they French metal? They are not French. Hmm. They're. Oh, I better look this up before I. (laughs)
0: Google with Danny and Dante. Yeah, Irish. They're Irish.
1: Irish. Thank you. Um, and I bought for our buddy Chris Larson.
0: Your friend Chris? Huh. Your friend Chris.
1: Yes, our friend. <laughs> um, I bought him an Allison in Chains record, which he ended up already having. But Ugh. Alice in Chains is pretty good. They have riffs, man.
0: That's true. They do have riffs. That's riff.
1: true. And uh, I went up to the counter and the guy, I, each record was $20. And uh, the guy like grabbed the records and he rang them up and he said the price in French and I put down 60 euros and then I put down a f- five also. Cause I was like, I don't know the price. He said it in French and maybe there's tax. Right. <laughs> and he like looked at me and he was like, and he just took the three and I was like, I'm sorry, I don't speak French. He goes, Oh, I thought, I thought you did. Uh, sorry. it's 60. I was like, Oh, Okay. And then I asked him like what was playing and he was super nice and stuff. And I was like, yeah, Yeah. I totally pass as a French, (laughs) French asshole.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What what, what does that mean? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I I thought you were just a dumb French guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it was great. It was super fun. Uh, I would love to go back. Yeah.
0: Uh, can you point me into the Alcest direction? Where's the yeah. Alcest section?
1: I didn't know of Alcest. Well, I knew of Alcest, but I didn't know I liked them. You and... did.
0: You? I didn't even know you had heard of them prior to.
1: Yeah, I had or... heard them and I thought they were boring. Don't look at me like that, Dante.
0: So when, if this turns into an Alcest episode, fucking great. Fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what made you try them again? You. And, but, but I mean, like. Why didn't you just go, uh, oh, I've tried them before and they're not my thing, but I'm glad you like them. Like, why did you actually give them some time? Like, I don't really remember how, you know, our mm-hmm. discussions about them went or anything.
1: I think just because you <clears throat> liked them a lot and I trust your taste in music. And yeah, I know. I know. It's weird.
0: That has changed since the podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I gave them another shot and I was just listening to the wrong album, I guess. Or maybe I didn't get it. So when I first listened to them, um, John, who came up on the last episode, I think, mm-hmm. he told me about them like years back at Net or Dimple Days. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they had an album come out. Oh, geez. What album was it? It was like um,
0: 2010, 12?
1: I think it was the 2010 album, which is funny because I really like that one. I don't know how to pronounce the name. De Lune. Is how it ends. I thought... Or it might have been the one before that.
0: I thought you didn't like the 2010 one. I thought it was the 2012 one you liked a lot.
1: I liked the 2010 one. I liked the 2012 one. I didn't like Shelter.
0: Yeah, he was going for something so different there.
1: Kodama is my fucking favorite. I love that one.
0: Kodama is perfect.
1: Spiritual Instinct is pretty good.
0: The But <clears throat> the uh, Les Voyages de Lam. Mm-hmm. Uh, approximately, um, sure. That album, beginning to end, is pretty great. Yeah. Like, I don't think it really has any weak spots. And that, God, Summer's Glory is such a good closer. That, yes. oh yes, man, it is. that song. But even their first album, like, it kind of sounds like, you know, maybe like sixty percent of what they are now. Mm-hmm. Like the the songs are a little, I don't know. Simpler or or something, but like you can see the like the roots of what will become, and it's still pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah. When I when I joined Battle hag or when we started Battle hag like my understanding and appreciation for metal grew a lot more, uh, which is probably something we're going to talk about on this episode. So when I first started listening to your playlist, Gojira playlist, I immediately thought of Mastodon. And um, I remember first getting into Mastodon when Leviathan came out. That was the only album of theirs I really, that really stuck with me. But I was thinking today, I was doing some yard work and listening to Mastodon album Leviathan. And I was like, I remember driving and just not understanding it. Like not, this is the first like metal album that I really tried to get into and I liked the single Blood and Thunder, I think it's called. And just not really getting it and only listening to like half of the album on that drive and then like switching back to Thursday or whatever. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> um, I would start of branching more into like hardcore band bands and stuff like that and some metalcore and stuff like that. So I was like, it's got the word metal in it. Maybe I'll try some metal. Yeah, And yeah, it took me a long time to really get like Boris, I... I Gravitated toward because they're so eclectic, uh, and I just love the slow and heavy, and that's still kind of what I what gets my attention more is the slow and heavy and riffy stuff,
0: right? But and Alcest, I mean, they're not they're certainly not Boris, but they they have some of that, they play with that a little bit, and but Mm -hmm. it's I mean, it is. I guess truly black gaze is like still, I think the best way to mm-hmm. yeah, to, totally. to, to put it, but because they do have some like faster, you know, black metal parts and then the like, mm-hmm. you know, fast tremolo picking and, but they'll let you kind of sit in it almost like a, almost like post rock in, in some parts. Yeah. They'll, they'll really yeah. build, they'll build.
1: They blend a bunch of different styles really, really well together. And it, I don't know. It just fucking works. So there
0: you have it. Um, Alcest, uh, five
1: Yes, six. Right.
0: Th- thanks for listening. Um, <clears throat> okay, so Mastodon—that is, that's a band I've probably not even the effort you put listening to half an album in the car. Like, mm-hmm. that's a band that you know if you listen to metal at all, like you can't really avoid. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, like, and and critics love it too. It's it's not you know just like a band that's popular. It's like they're beloved and, you know, heralded as this great, you know, groundbreaking band. And then so I've listened to a few songs and kind of like you were saying, I'm just like, I don't I don't know. I I don't know if I get it. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's not for me or I haven't put in the work yet. What genre would you put Mastodon in? Are they like
1: sludge metal?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I
1: don't know. I always just thought of them as metal.
0: Okay. Well, and then where I was going was if so, Gojira made you think of Mastodon. Would you classify them in like that same genre?
1: No, they're different. I don't want to get too much into like my overall thoughts yet. Okay. I guess. But Gojira, I was talking to my bandmate about them, uh, Dan. And he likes them and he saw them when they played at of Spades one time um, here in SAC. And he said, they kind of put you in a trance with that chuggy rhythm that they do on every song. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah. And you start to like, you get a little lost or a little bored. But then they do something really interesting and they change it up and do something weird. The drummer does something fucking amazing. Mastodon from all the Mastodon that I've heard, which is only a couple of their albums, always seems to be doing something interesting. They don't delve into that rhythm at all. And that's more of a, I guess a death metal thing, I think. Uh, i I never heard the term groove metal before but that's uh, one of the things that Kojiro was described as death metal groove metal and uh post metal
0: but but groove singular
1: yeah groove metal yeah like, the, no no I've I, got I, a groove
0: right and they do not um
1: oh progressive metal not post metal
0: what when did you say post metal
1: uh, a few seconds ago
0: oh, okay. But I was sort of making a joke at Gojira's behalf that it's singular groove because they'll have that one groove and then not deviate from it. Yeah, you know? yes, yes. Well, um, yeah, I guess say Mastodon, their songs have a lot of stuff. They're a, a bit more d-
1: dynamic, I guess, to use one of our yes th- two terms. Wikipedia describes <laughs> Mastodon as heavy metal, progressive metal, sludge metal, stoner rock, alternative metal. Which I'd agree with all of those. Gojira seems to be more on the progressive metal side, if you ask mm. me. Okay. Um, Who else would be in that realm? Um, another band that I'm not all that familiar with, <clears throat> but also came up in my research, Meshuggah. Oh, sure. Uh, kind of a progressive metal, uh, sometimes shortened to prog metal, according to Wikipedia. Um. Let's see. Tool. Shadow Gallery. Never heard of them. Dream Theater. Queensryche.
0: But we're really getting into uh, with those last few um, just uh, Guitar Center metal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely more of a progressive metal thing is like shredding longer songs and stuff like that, which I didn't really get from the Gojira stuff you gave me. Yeah. They're not a shred band.
0: No, they're not. Well, and, and I
1: think that's where the death metal comes in.
0: You would say death metal has a lack of shredding.
1: I think there's less of it.
0: Okay.
1: I don't know that much about death metal or really any other kind of metal except doom. Because that's kind of my favorite.
0: Doom is where you live? Okay.
1: Doom's where I live. Hmm.
0: But it, and and maybe we should just get into the songs because we're, we're going to talk in in kind of vague terms, I guess, here in the the pre-song banter, but like you said, every once in a while, they will do something different. They will shred. They'll do some like tapping or yep. um, uh, turn on a second effect, you know?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: And you're like, Whoa! oh, oh, ah! they are doing so. Okay. And then we're back into the groove, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So d- do you want to get into it? Sure. Sure. Okay. Didn't script it. Too tired. The first song is called Flying Whales.
1: good pun buddy thank you thank you oh danny we have to find him. oh that's my whale noises
0: down 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 (laughs) all right um I, i i'd have to double check i'm pretty sure i just went straight um I almost said cosmetology.
2: Hmm.
0: Chronologically. Yes. On this playlist. You did. Um, Even if I didn't, I think this would be your opener anyway.
1: Okay. It's a good opener.
0: I thought so. Mm -hmm. Talk a whole lot about the song now. Okay. Okay.
1: (laughs) So, this is my favorite song.
0: Ah, cool. (laughs) Or fuck.
1: Uh, not to say that any of the other ones are bad or whatever, but it was my favorite because it does the most stuff. For sure. As we go on through the playlist, they do less and less things. The drums on pretty much every song are really the high point of this band in general. Their drummer is kind of amazing.
0: He's insane. Yeah. There is Is Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. He yeah.
1: just does all these like weird fills that are in different time signatures are just offbeat and it's fucking great. I love it. Yeah.
0: The end. Um <clears throat> Le, fine. Le fine. There is, I think, some maybe not debate, but you know, like because there's some parts of these songs where he is just absolutely annihilating the double base at like such a tempo where it's like yes it has to it has to be triggers or he's not mm-hmm. actually doing it mm-hmm. but um I kind of want to be like whatever <laughs> uh sure he, sure he, he is he is technically so fucking good and precise mm-hmm. that you you cannot help but like be impressed. Yeah, yeah. and oh, That's another thing that they're labeled as a lot is technical metal.
1: Yeah, a bit. <clears throat> only because of the drums. The guitar is not technical. Sure, sure. But that is the thing I, I will say about the only thing I don't like about the drums is the sound of the kick. Mm-hmm. I, it just sounds too flat to me. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, it's fucking amazing. It does sound fake sometimes. Like when the kick gets the double kick gets really fast, right? Um, but it doesn't necessarily bother me. Like if it is, I don't fucking care. He's still an amazing fucking drummer.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think in this song specifically, towards the end where they do, they kind of have this like breakdown, weird like mm-hmm. the the guitar is doing something fucking weird. Um, I don't know if you have anything queued up or or time I have, stamps, okay. buddy.
1: I got some time codes this time. I actually prepared.
0: Okay. okay. Well, then, then maybe we're gonna get to this part. I don't want to jump ahead. Um, well, all right. L- l- let me just ask you then from the beginning because this is. I mean, okay. So the third song. Is it the third song? Yeah, the third song has a, a bit of an intro, mm-hmm. that and then like the song doesn't like really kick in right away. But yeah, this song has like an. Intro and it yes. kind of has like a an intro with like a false end, like you think like
1: everything's yeah, about. Yeah, there's to, like explode. two part two times where you think it's over, and then they're like, "No, just kidding!" Boom, boom, boom. Um, which uh, bothers me a little bit. Oh like, I feel like no, like it goes on a little too long. No, you're wrong. I'm. Oh, okay, okay. Never mind. It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, no, I,
0: I have it. I have it here. It says you're wrong. Um, see <laughs> be, because. And I, boy, I feel like we're going to be very aligned in our overall feelings of this band. Because mm-hmm. when I introduced two weeks ago that we were going to talk about this band, it wasn't like, I love this band and you need to love it too. It was mm-hmm. like, I like this band. I think there's things I'm not understanding or things I haven't considered yet. Or I, I'm, I would really like to maybe hear it through your perspective because, I mean, you fucking made me like Motion City soundtrack more than I already did. <laughs> sure, you know? sure. And yeah. so I was kind of wondering if maybe you would do the same thing for Gojira. But because on some of the songs, it's like the, everything they're doing is good. I just wish there was... I wish there was an intro or I wish there was more of a bridge or a yeah. solo, you know, something to kind of break it up. And this song has all of that. Mm-hmm. And so it it is kind of starting at... A high point that could maybe set you up for disappointment later but that's why i don't mind the long intro because mm-hmm. you're not going to get it in later <laughs> songs necessarily That's <laughs> true so take
1: it while you can get it man exactly let me cue up a part here now let's see three minutes and 20
2: seconds I turn
1: That part is great. Double kick, it sounds fucking great. Anytime they sound like a hardcore band, I kind of love it. Okay, sure. This song, a bit, and the third song especially, got a lot of hardcore energy in there. Hardcore vibes.
0: What do you think about his voice in that part?
1: I love it. I, I, wish, I really
0: like how he gets, like, a little more, like, deep and guttural for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, You know?
1: If—I would like Mastodon a lot more if uh, this guy sang for them instead of the actual singers of Mastodon.
0: Interesting. I don't know enough about Mastodon to really—like, um, I can't, like, think of what they sound like right off the top of my head, like, or what he sounds like. But I would say one of my question marks, or what holds me back a little bit sometimes from Gojira— is the vocals, and so mm-hmm. for you to say that, um, I'm like, okay, maybe Danny's gonna he's gonna learn me something here.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe. The, I really like the vocals, um, even when a couple songs where he like sings a little bit. I don't mm-hmm. mind it. It's pretty. It's pretty good.
0: Is it a, Is that a certain type of singing? Is that a certain delivery that is like categorized somehow in in metal? Because it seems fairly. I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. Well, it just seems fairly um, constrained. Like, I—I mean, I can't sing in any style, but (laughs) the it's like. So you talk about how, like, the sound of the the drums, like the kick, sometimes is just it's just this like blunt instrument. It's so Mm -hmm. flat. It's just you just hear the like, I don't know, like the impact or whatever because that's how drums work. I'm fucking, I hate myself. Um, But like his voice, and like, and then a lot of the time if the guitar is just like this, like fast bar chord attack, Mm -hmm. well, his voice is doing the same thing, right? And it's just like, and it doesn't, um, is he using, is he singing in more than a note? I don't really know because I don't uh, know singing that well, but it's like, you know, it's I I guess that's what I mean by constrained. Like there's not a lot of like highs and lows to it. So even though it's always kind of like deep and angry and aggressive in that mm-hmm. part you just played, he gets even a little bit lower
2: mm-hmm. and like kind of yeah. like
0: growls almost. And I'm like, okay, that's enough of a variation to like hook me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got enough variation in there. He uh, He does kind of change his pitch. In certain parts, I think the second song, he's not doing that low kind of growl. It's more of a scream sing on the chorus of the second song. But yeah, Mm -hmm. he, his pitch jumps up and down, even with kind of that screamish kind of uh, voice. Yeah, he's got a great, uh, a great voice. And it's something that in Mastodon in particular, I like when they... Are doing the screaming and the yelling and stuff, but when whenever either of the two vocalists in Mastodon sings, I just kind of wanted to turn it off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that yeah, that'd be a tough thing to get past. Yeah, yeah. I remember I think maybe the first time I ever tried to listen to a Mastodon song was they performed on Letterman, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. But it's like okay, you can tell you're a successful metal band when you're getting a Letterman booking.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
0: know, like, but, and it's like, oh, yeah, there's like, you know, album of the year from all of these, you know, outlets or whatever. And then I'm listening to the song and I'm just like, ah, Mm -hmm. I don't know, not what I expected, not what I wanted. And so, yeah, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that'll be, uh, I guess, something I do in my own
1: time. Sure, yeah. I mean, I could maybe pick five Mastodon songs, but they'd probably be off two albums of their like six or whatever.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: I was listening to, to one, what was it? Blood mountain. I think, which was the last one I purchased. And I was like, uh, back then I didn't really like it. And now it, it's grown on me a little bit.
0: I feel like, um, blood was in the title of whatever song they performed on Letterman. I'm going to check real quick.
1: Blood and thunder.
0: Possibly. Nope, not even close. They performed, this is 11 years ago, 2009, they performed Oblivion.
1: Oh, okay.
0: That is what I saw. It looks like they've been on there a couple times. They might have even done Probably. like one of those like full shows that Letterman sort of presented like live on Letterman and it was like a 40 minute oh, concert. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They might have even done one of those. Anyway, okay, not important. Go Jira. So here's another
1: part that I like.
0: Yeah, you, you you stopped it just like right before I was about to get going. Like that, that next part is really good too. Um, yeah,
1: I, I think I have a part of that written down too. Okay. That like breakdown part though, I love the guitar on that part. Again, this isn't really a guitar-centric band, but every time they do something interesting with the guitar, it it just stands out a lot because of that. Totally. But just that simple like the the first measure or the second measure – where it goes a little higher with like an octave chord. Yeah, it like it kind of slides up. It's yes, a bit of a exactly. harmony or something. I don't know if it's actually a harmony. I asked my bandmate and he was like, I don't know. It sounds like maybe it's a harmony. <laughs> we don't know anything about music, but it's, it's so great. So every time they do something a little different, play a harmony or a, a slightly higher melody, it really stands out and I love it. Uh, his voice there is great too, especially when it gets to that low part right before it comes in, and then the like palm muted doom 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 brrr, into the next part. Oh, I love this song. I, it's great. Uh, I I'm
0: I'm very very happy because if you didn't like this song, I think the rest of the episode and rest of the playlist would be be tough because this. This is probably my favorite song on this playlist as well,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and because, like in that part you just highlighted, oh man, I—it's weird. I—I—I I, I feel like I'm kind of going to shit talk a band that I gave you, but like <laughs> when they do stuff like this, it's like, yeah, guys, you fucking—you ventured out and added mm-hmm. like you added like three chords higher than you've been doing for most of the song and then three chords lower than you've been doing for most of the song. And hey, you got a really like well-balanced, awesome, dynamic song. (laughs) And some of their songs... Do that more. Yeah. And it's like, there's songs on this playlist that I like. But Mm -hmm. if there was just like 34 seconds of a part like that cut somewhere in them, I would love them. Mm -hmm. Because that guitar part you're talking about, where it slides up, could be an octave, could be a harmony, scientists are still trying to figure it out. Yep, yep, who knows? That really, like, it it just, it adds to that ebb and flow, that, you know, tension and release or whatever, like, but some of these songs are just like five minutes of the bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum, and it's like... You need a little bit of that, okay, I'm going to catch my breath. And then when it comes back, it's going to hit so much harder. And not to tell them how to fucking write music, (laughs) but it's like, because people love this band. So they're doing, like, it. it, all of their stuff is appealing to someone. Mm -hmm. And I feel like some of it is really, really connecting with me and and maybe you as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what you brought up when we were talking about Night Letters on the Propagandy episode. Yeah. Uh, Because they do that rhythm a bit there with the, the rhythm guitar and, and drums. And you talked about how Gojira kind of just does that on every song and doesn't deviate much. Then mm-hmm. and, and I mean, that's kind of true because this song I have like six or seven time codes written down for like great parts. And the rest, I only have like two on each song. Right. you know? Yeah. Um, cause it's kind of doing the same thing most of the time. Um, Oh yeah, I have that note right there. 5 minutes. Let's go <laughs> to 5 minutes real quick. We were oh, just yeah. about there. Please fucking crank it. Crank it's me. Basically the next part of the song. But it's true. Part where it goes burner near 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 that part is very propagandy and I love it.
0: I know the part you're talking about. I will say I could not hear any of that. I feel like maybe your automatic level control oh, like shit. crashed or something. Because like it just like totally cut out and it, yeah, it sounded go like Gojira to. was underwater, which is where they would probably locate these whales, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it did not help my listening experience.
1: Oh uh, bummer. Okay, well. You know what I'm talking about. It's basically the next part, the doom, 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 Right. So fucking good.
0: Um, will you play it one more time? Because I had a thought sure. right before it cut out, uh, but I kind of lost my thought. Okay. Okay, so the thought I had that that part you're talking about, mm-hmm. um, this will probably get me canceled from metalheads. It remind, It doesn't have to be specifically this band, but that genre. It reminds me of Fall of Troy. They would oh, do okay. shit like that. Yeah, yeah be totally. Like super hard, chuggy, and then just like real like quick, weird, mathy stuff.
1: You yeah, know? it's got a bit of a math tinge to it. <laughs> yeah. And they don't do it enough. No, they don't. That's the only time they do anything like that yeah. in these five songs. Um, the third
0: song sort of has some elements of that, but not quite. I This, again, sounds really mean. I feel like they just took more time writing this song. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yes. you know? Yeah. totally. Totally.
0: Um, I feel like we're going to get to the end of this episode and be like, what could have been? <laughs> you know, I mean, like these guys are in their 40s now, like they're yeah. or, or close to it. Um you know, they they are what they are, and they're, in my opinion, really good at it and have, uh, you know, millions of fans all over the world. So, mm-hmm. you know, good on them. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Again, do stuff like that more, Gojira. Get, get stankier
0: <laughs> on at least half of your tracks.
1: I was trying to see how they were doing that part. And yeah. All the live videos and stuff. They were just like sliding down the neck. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like that that would make that sound, but I don't know. They were doing it, so...
0: You know, I will say I've I've watched a lot of their live stuff, too, on YouTube, and because it's so fast and, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, are they? Yeah, yeah. It's just pre-recorded. Are, are they?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and not that, like, especially the rhythm, not like the rhythm guitar is, like, impossible, but it, it is pretty, like, precise, like, if, you know, because their tempo is so fast, if you're off by, like, at all, it's going to sound like shit. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I have no idea. Also, it always weirds me out when um, guitarists are playing guitars that aren't plugged in. I'm like, you know, you can tell me that it's, you know, fucking wireless, but f- sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Seems fake to me.
0: It, it really does. And uh, I'm a, I'm a uh, cranky old man because of that, I think.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, this song, Flying Whales, is really good. I want to revisit the album. This is the one album that I had heard probably around the time it came out, I guess. When did it come out? I think it was 05. Was it 05? It might have been around then. But yeah, Scott told me about them. So. 2006. Well, according to Apple Music, so who knows. Nope, 2005. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Uh, <laughs>
0: 2004. Three. The numbers keep going backwards. <laughs> Oh, wait, is that it? is that it for flying whales? Is this going to mark? I the think end of- so. Okay. I,
1: I mean, we could just talk about the di- all the different parts for like another half hour.
0: Speaking of all the different parts, when we return, we will be talking about esoteric surgery. Surgery. Let's cut up our our ideas.
1: Yeah. I was trying to think of a a jury, a jury of all men. Uh huh. And it would be I'd have to put some extra extra letters in there, which is kind of a thing I do anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Eco terrorist surgery. <laughs> jury. Yeah. Sir okay. jury. Get it? Because
0: our you had to implant some letters on the word esoteric to get yeah. where you went, but sure.
1: <laughs> esoteric, sir, jury.
0: So speaking of fast drums, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the whole thought.
1: There's a I lot guess, of them in this song. Yeah, uh, you you listening audience probably just heard heard it a couple seconds ago, or a minute yeah, ago. Mo-
0: mostly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like you can just like buckshot the clips of the music into this episode and just kind of yeah. fucking see where they fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all over the place. <laughs> this song ba- basically starts with me trying to roll my tongue as fast as I can.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <It's>
0: make- <laughs> Ooh, it got cute at the end. <laughs> Um you sounded like a, a cute like Pixar creation alien like sort of purring. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like when the uh in Toy Story when the dumbass like alien toys that get picked up by the claw when they mm-hmm. go like
1: Ooh, <laughs> <it>.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Danny, you're adorable. I know.
1: Esoteric surgery. This is definitely that same rhythm that we keep talking about that gets a little, it's that rhythm that puts you in a trance and you get kind of a little bored. Maybe. Okay. Let's see. This is what, what my bandmate Dan said. They kind of lull you into a trance with chugging. Then all of a sudden something cool happens.
0: Did that hold, did that hold true for you in this song? Did something cool happen?
1: Something does uh, happen. At two minutes and 50 seconds, the song finally gets a bit more interesting. And let's hear that part. Let's hear it. Hold on, everyone. This is gonna be seamless when I edit it. (laughs) And by interesting, they just kind of slow down a little bit.
0: Yeah, well, it's like they look over to each other and soon you're like, "Did you notice? Like, we have all these
1: other frets." (laughs) Wait a second. I can move this bar chord up here too. Really, and then the the lead at the end, at four minutes, octave chord lead at the end is very is very me. Sounds like something I would write. Is that a compliment
0: or is that an insult? A little of both. Okay. It's a little first draft, right?
1: It is. It is. Never went back for that second draft. Or maybe he did. Maybe it was just like <laughs>
0: <laughs> it just sounded like a lawnmower.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this one it it I like the song. Overall, I I think it's a good song. It just doesn't really do that much. And this is kind of Kind of like, again, you were talking about with Night Letters on the Propaganda episode again. It just kind of stays at this one place and then drops down to a little bit slower and then it just comes back.
0: Yes, yeah. It, they're a little predictable. Um, when you realize not all the songs are going to be like Flying Whales, they can be a little predictable because you know you're going to hit that like main riff, you know, a third and fourth time, mm-hmm. they don't deviate from that structure all too much. I will say though, and and God, maybe it's more of an indictment on their other songs. But like when I first heard this song, not quite to the level of Flying Whales, but I did feel like okay, this is like this is branching out a little bit. This has a little more, um, a little more dynamics and is a little more interesting. And mm-hmm. the fact that maybe their more interesting songs aren't all that interesting. Maybe that says more <laughs> than I want it to, Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. you know?
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like the drums don't even do anything that exciting on this one. I didn't, I mean, I didn't write down any, uh, drum highlights or anything.
0: Yeah. Just a constant strain on the
1: calves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, what, what about the, what about the singing in this song?
1: Singing. Yeah. It's good. I like it. <laughs> nothing nothing, uh, nothing bad to say about it.
0: Um, What is that first line? We can change. What does he say? We can change. Uh, you, have p- yes. <laughs> you have
1: the power to heal yourself.
0: I've never heard the song before. Yes.
2: You have the power to heal yourself. Yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> so, okay, but I, I did look at the lyrics of this song before um, because initially they sound kind of Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then it gets a little bit into like, are they like fucking like Christian scientists or something? <laughs> like an illness can be healed, the cell regenerates. I mean, and that is true, but it's true. also just like, you know, hey, if you think it, it'll happen. Like, I don't know if that's what he's saying. <laughs> um, there is a secret code, the structure of the mind, you have the power to heal yourself. I mean, there's something to be said for the power of positive thinking. Sure. But yeah, I I, I don't know. I, and I don't know how much of this is um, metaphor. hmm
1: mm-hmm.
0: You know? I, I think it's metaphor when he says, releasing a black enormous insect out from the chest, archaic form disease. I don't think he... No, uh, that happened. Well, <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I forgot they're French. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. The, the French chest invasions of you know infe- <laughs> <that> stations. <laughs> are snails they're not insects are they
1: they turn into insects when you eat
0: them no no they don't
1: mm, okay okay have
0: you ever had escargot no I have not I have on a French field trip to San Francisco in high school a uh, French
1: field trip to San Francisco
0: yeah I was in French class we went on a field okay. trip to San okay. Francisco. And I
1: thought were just on a field trip and everything was very French. <laughs> <laughs> you had to speak French. Um, you only ate escargot. Frog's we legs.
0: Went, I think we we spoke very little French. Um, the main point of the field trip was to see a production of The Little Prince. Oh, okay. Um, in, in, you know, theater. And I don't remember a ton of it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, before that, we went to a French restaurant. And I think me and my buddy Mitch were the only two brave enough to get the escargot. Mm-hmm. Everyone else got, like, you know, the steak frites or something, like sure, steak and sure. french fries or something, which would have fucking rocked. Yeah. Um, we And we ate them. I think we both, like, kind of as a challenge to each other and ourselves, like, we're going to eat these all. Where we went too far is when we took the bowl to our mouth and started, like, we're going to drink the snail broth. That's mm-hmm. when we both, like, sort of uh, tapped out. Yeah, yeah. I remember I I think there was some gagging involved <laughs> at that point. But I, I remember be it being fine. Like mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had them since, but Yeah. 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 So anyway, that's esoteric surgery. Mm-hmm. That's, that's escargot it. surgery.
1: Escargo. <laughs> it's an escargot surgery.
2: We have to crack the snails.
1: <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, thanks. You um, have the power to crack the snare.
0: <laughs> to peel. You have the power
2: to peel your shell. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: oh, this is the episode. Let's yeah. just keep doing this. We're to it.
2: <laughs> do
0: you have any other uh, time
1: codes for this <clears throat> no, song? No, that one, that's pretty much it the part where it gets interesting by they slow by I meaning they slow down mm-hmm. and uh they the guy does a, a lead that sounds like i might have written it i
0: i do like the other lead like the lead that like starts the song the like uh yeah like it's it's there's at least some like you know trouble going on on the track yeah
1: yeah yeah the the at one point the other guitar plays like a harmony of it and it, it sounds pretty yeah. good but yeah it's just kind of doing that rhythm that they they love to do. Um, w- one thing I will say about this
0: album, The Way of All Flesh.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All of these songs are, all the song titles are in all caps. Oh, okay. Which I think is a pretty good embodiment of their songwriting. Yeah, yeah. In general, yeah, totally. both lyrically and musically. It's mm-hmm. like this chord, this chord is in all caps. <laughs> you know. Okay. Okay. Well... We will get on to the third song mm-hmm. of the playlist. Um, I, I absolutely do not have a pun, but um, I know that if you like hate the rest of these songs, I will be left uh, with nothing but my cat and the gift of guilt. This was the first song of theirs that it might honestly, it might have been the first song I ever heard of theirs. Oh, okay, which I'm very thankful for because I think this song fucking rips dick. I really like this song. This mm-hmm. song is, yeah, I probably like Flying Whales more, but I really, really like this song. And I should say, so how I ever like decided to listen to Goodyear in the first place. Is fucking the like young mainstream dad I'm trying to be. Mm-hmm. I'm just watching like YouTube channels that are like best metal albums of the decade and shit sure, like that. Sure, sure. Just because I'm I'm just always looking for like entry points, mm-hmm. and then then maybe you know I'll figure out like the actual like good stuff like that branches off or whatever. But um, the gift of guilt, which uh, is off their 2012 album L'enfant sauvage uh which it says here in parentheses is French for special edition. Um, <laughs> see, purposefully misunderstanding things, always good.
1: Always funny.
0: Um <laughs> I I think in like the review that this guy was giving of this album, he was kind of saying like the whole album kind of hinges on or revolves around like this being the centerpiece or whatever you want to call it. And so I think those are the first track I listened to, Mm -hmm. which again, kind of like flying whales is a little misleading because this song does more than the vast majority of their tracks seem to, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um, But so, so that's how I came about Gojira and that's why this song was like for sure going to be on the playlist.
2: Okay.
1: It's a pretty good song. There's tapping, Mm -hmm. which I always love a guitar tap. But uh, not the most interesting tap.
0: Yeah. It, they do one interesting thing in it. <clears> yeah. Um, do you but know exactly kinda, what I'm saying? Add
1: t- some extra.
0: There, it's like, it goes, uh, it's, you know, I think they're just playing in four. And it's like, one, two, one, two, one, two, three, four. And it's like, hits like one different note that's like not in the yeah, same yeah, pattern. yeah. Oh, I'm going to... They've already heard this.
1: Yeah, they have.
0: Right there at the very end, there's one different mm-hmm. note. Yeah. They brought in like seven producers to, like, <laughs> to get, get to that, that figured out. Yeah. And no, it's not the most interesting or like technical tap, but I do feel like it's a good. I feel like it's a good intro and yes, the like straightforward nice. rhythm of when like everything else kicks <clears> in <throat> and it's just like bump, 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 bump. Like I feel like that works really well together. Yeah,
1: totally. At 40 seconds, mm. there's an odd drum fill. That little drum fill right there. When we were writing, one of uh, our songs. I remember. Do You remember. Our drummer really wanted to do this weird drum fill. And we tried and we tried to talk him out of it. <laughs> he ended up doing it on the album and I got used to it. I think we all got used to it because it's odd like that. Uh, and on the album, it's hard to hear because it's buried by like gang vocals and stuff. But it imme- that hearing that part at 40 seconds that off kilter out of time ish but in time yeah, somehow yeah. drum <clears throat> fill immediately made me think of that and every time I hear a weird drum fill like that now I think back and like oh, we gave him such a hard time for that drum fill oh well, well.
0: <laughs> it's I think I think so no one fucking yell at me I think it is a uh, what's called a modulation, uh-huh. where you essentially, you know, like they're all playing in 4 4 or 3 4 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then typically the drummer, yeah, will then go in something that like kind of goes around that time and it will still end up at the very end of that um part of the song it'll like still line up Mm -hmm. but there is that you know couple measures where it's it sounds like fucked up in a very cool way yeah
1: yeah he does that quite a few times throughout the playlist the drummer there's a i'm kind of excited to talk about the next song because there's a really awesome part that happens um but yeah that that drum fill really stood out uh that whole beat is really great and then just kind of throwing it off for a second there just for that one uh one measure it was really really awesome at 102 there's that rhythm again <laughs> <laughs> um but this one's a bit more interesting because it has like that that like dive bomb like
0: yeah well and it kind of has like a stop and start <laughs> thing to it yeah it's not just, like, straight, like, you mm-hmm. know, every, like, on the downbeat, there's the same chug. Yeah. It, it's fast, and then there's, like, a rest or whatever, and then it comes back in. So I, I find it pretty interesting. Yeah,
1: it's it's interesting. I, it's got the I dive bomb, and it's got, like, the... I think it's, like, a pinch harmonic that happens two times. I I'll play yeah. it real quick.
2: When it's stout, see the mountains rise
1: I love that part with the, like, pinch harmonica or whatever that is. The beep-boom-boom. (laughs) It so fucking
0: great. Yeah, it was a fucking, like, heavy metal robot. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Beep-boom-boom.
0: And then, and the way... And the way his voice comes in and attacks and then stops and comes in again is is really good. Like individually, every part, I mean, except for the dive bomb and that like that crazy drum fill um, and the the harmonic. Every part individually is pretty like straightforward, Mm -hmm. but they like are all kind of coming in at each other from different angles. So they're not all lining up. Where it's just monotonous. Like yeah. they avoid that monotony in this song, and it kicks ass.
1: It does. It really does. This one has a lot of that hardcore energy that I was talking about. Like the the way he does the verse, especially, is is fucking great. I've got another time code for some crazy fucking fills at one fifty. Fill me up, buddy. Fill me up.
0: Maybe. Oh, maybe it wasn't a pinch harmonic. Maybe it was a. Phil Harmonic?
1: (laughs) Maybe. Is his name Phil?
0: Uh, Who the... Well, no. No one is. I think Joe's the main guy.
1: Yeah. He does that thing that I pointed out on the Empire Empire episode where he is hitting those bells during his fills and it's so good. The I agree. That happened. Yeah. Oh, God. I just want to listen to more of this just to hear the drummer.
0: Well, you certainly can.
1: Two, what did that say? Two, 225. I'm just going to play parts of the song. <laughs> You heard what I wanted you to hear. Yeah, I love that. Oh,
0: (laughs) that could, without context, that snippet could be like, (sighs) what? What what is the point I want to get at? Because if I'm gonna insult them accidentally, (laughs) I'm gonna bring it back around. But like, because it's just the like, the one chord and the like double time bass. Um, it could just sound like a snippet from like a Slipknot song, to be honest. Sure, sure, yeah. But then, yeah, it, uh, I don't know, maybe Slipknot's just good. I don't know. Maybe I'll give you Slipknot.
1: Sure, go ahead.
0: (laughs) No, I'm, if you were, if you were doing this episode with uh, 14-year-old me, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, well, here's the thing. This song gives you different parts to play Mm -hmm. and insert into the podcast.
1: It's true, Gojira. That's...
0: If you're gonna f- fucking write five, six, seven minute songs, write more than two parts.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Otherwise, just write like little two and a half minute metal songs. That'd be cool too.
1: Yeah, I'm into that.
2: But too. you
0: can't do seven minutes of that same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it just gets uh, it gets to be a bit much. But this song and, and flying whales,
2: mm.
1: yes, mm. very. Very good.
0: Let me see if I have any notes. I, I forgot that I think I, at one point I had written some notes down. Nope. No? I do. They are, I, I've already said them all. Right. Also, I forgot that I had a joke. Okay. So today we're listening to Gohira, which is Spanish for go here. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Glad I checked my notes.
1: Yeah, worth it. Yeah, I mean, I guess we can move on to the next song. This one's great.
0: Okay. Um, still below Flying Whales.
1: Still below Flying Whales. There's more that I like in Flying Whales.
0: Okay. So Flying Whales is kind of up there by itself.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's flying up there by itself.
0: It's just feeling stranded.
1: I don't know why you would say that.
0: Strained. Oh, it's about (laughs) pasta. Because they're French? Wait, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Do you, do you strain bread? <laughs> How do you bake
1: bread? Uh, This song is pretty good also.
2: <laughs>
0: I am... This episode is going to suck shit. <laughs> it is. Um, I am surprised. This is the song that was like... I could take it or leave it as part of the playlist. Hmm. This song. Yeah. I felt like I had to put something from this album because this album is held in pretty high regard, Magma. Mm-hmm. And so there, there was a few songs I was like, maybe this, maybe this. And to be honest, I, I kept trying to think of you in terms of what you are actually proving to me every time we talk about music, and not think about you in the like, the way of like how my stupid brain wants to perceive you boy this is making no sense um but like every time I'm like yeah these are the songs this Danny's gonna like this because of this well I like this because of this reason so Danny's gonna like it because of this reason and then you're like very simplistically this is too simplistic of an explanation you're just like yeah I just um I like thinking about how they play the riffs and then I like to listen to the riffs (laughs) and so like it was that line of thinking that I was just like you know what Stranded is not my favorite Gojira song, but it has some cool things and it has some things that I think will appeal to Danny's like riff boy brain.
1: <laughs> riff boy brain.
0: Yeah. So that's how we ended up here.
1: The only thing I don't like about this song is the chorus. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about that. I, I do really like the pitch shift part that happens at the beginning. Thought that was pretty cool. The, Listening audience already heard it, but I'm going to play it right now. Pretty cool. Nice little fun pedal usage. Okay, here's the the part I really wanted to talk about. Okay. changes there
0: it totally changes where the one is it's going yeah. like one two three four one two three four one two one <laughs> and you're like oh yeah yeah uh, <laughs> did, we, did like we accidentally edit something out
1: it's so weird interesting it, it starts hitting on the beat instead of off i don't know i'm not smart enough to understand why but it sounds really cool
0: it does sound cool. yeah i boy i don't know what you would I mean, it's like, is a jump cut a thing in music? (laughs) Because that's what they kind of did, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure it was easy to find the one at first. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, fucking, an absolutely news time signature just plows its way through. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I I didn't notice that before.
1: It's just that last, that last measure or whatever. And then they go into the. Their usual kind of rhythm, sort of.
0: And this is where we get into Guitar Center metal.
1: Yeah, you yeah. Know,
0: where it's like, people are going to be like, yeah, but I don't know, the song is kind of, you know, it kind of gets the same, like, or it's kind of samey and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, but did you notice when they changed that? And it's like, who cares? It didn't sound <laughs> good. <laughs> like, it is cool, totally. Like, I yeah. do think it's cool. And, and at, at a certain level, I have an appreciation for that stuff. Sometimes I think there's certain musicians of a lot of genres that in, you know, by the time they're in their third, fourth, fifth albums, they're like doing these like really, really subtle things mm-hmm. instead of just like writing cool songs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it, like the like, quote unquote, real fans will be like, oh, but do you hear this? Like, oh, it's like, yeah, yeah but it's not. does this. But it's just not—it's not exciting anymore. It's not catchy, or you know, whatever. Yeah, but, and, yeah. And I'm not saying that's what they're doing. I just want to fucking rail against something.
1: <laughs> so the line, "You kill me face down, dead." dead. <laughs> I, or I, I don't like it.
0: Um, because it's like, it's just like too like angry they had to like they didn't know how to finish the sentence so they just put dead or (laughs) what what don't you like about it
1: it it just the the collection of words just doesn't sit well with me you kill me comma face down comma dead dead
2: don't lock the door on me
0: this sounds like um it would be who who would be the band like if you put different music around this? It could be like a fucking three days grace yeah yeah song or something, right? Where it's totally like, oh this is a uh, this is a song played by uh, fucking suburbanites who dabble in mild domestic abuse. You know what I mean? <laughs> like
1: sure, sure, sure. <laughs>
0: Like, I don't think this is Gojira, but I, I could see someone in a Hurley t shirt and spy sunglasses getting behind the lyrics like this.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: And so, if that describes any of you listeners,
1: fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Take your Hurley shirt, get the fuck out of here. The only Hurley shirt I want to
0: see is from my favorite character on Lost
1: oh uh, hurley was the best
0: and the only spy glasses i want to see are gonna be on leslie nielsen
1: <laughs> good job let's see getting past the chorus
0: i mean it's, it, the chorus <laughs> is
1: fine i just don't like that line
0: yeah it's pretty um, um oh it's starting to snow finally oh and it's probably gonna be non-stop for the next like 48 hours nice we have we are in the middle of a blizzard warning
1: blizzard one um,
0: which is uh, a blizzard technically is what you get when you get a shit ton of snow plus winds of up to like 35 miles per hour whoa or in France 35 kilometers per hour
1: <laughs> it's yeah, a one for the one same. they just call them kilometers <laughs> uh, okay here All we right. go okay. second verse different from the first another day. I really like the second verse on this song because it it's like a deconstructed version of, of what was the first verse. Mm-hmm. It's leaning vocally, it's leaning into that desperate sounding vocal style that I like a little bit. And it's just this simplified sort of distant version of the verse. And I, I really, it took me a few listens to realize like what they were doing. And that I think is my favorite part of the song.
0: It, it's funny how in in all of these songs, even the ones that are not like maybe the standouts or favorites, they show that they like, they do have these ideas, but like they get to whether it's the first draft or whatever, mm-hmm. someone says, Hey, I have this idea. And everyone else goes, Great. Great, no one goes, it. yeah. No one goes, oh, where can we take this? How can mm-hmm. we expand on this? Yeah. And it's just like so it's like these very small glimpses of like creativity that and so it's 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 both like refreshing when they give you that, and it's frustrating. And you're like, you could do this more. And it just it yeah. comes down to like choices. Like they choose to like just like really stay in their pocket,
2: you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Oh, Dante's going to play something.
0: That one
1: fucking... Ben's here for that song. Hey, buddy! I just saw him running in. Like he had two, he had two claws out like this.
0: <laughs> um, that one high note, you know, in that part, oh, just and that's dawn. It's dawn. We can listen to dawn, mm-hmm. dawn and the boys. <laughs> Dun- <laughs> we we can listen to Agaloc Trio. <laughs> it's fine. That song fucking
1: rules. That song oh, really th- fucking good. Um, did did that have anything to do with Gojira, or you just wanted to play that part?
0: No, it had to do with falling snow. You dumbass. Oh, uh-huh. I'm sorry. That was so mean. I don't know why I'm that mean to you. <laughs> um, it it kind of has to do with Gojira in terms of like, you guys aren't. It, I mean, different styles, surely, but you're not that mm-hmm. far away from being like interesting on like a whole nother level. Like Agalock is. Yeah. Fucking strive for something. You guys,
1: come on.
0: We, we, you're great. We want you to be better. We want you to reach your potential. That's all (laughs) fucking let's start like a shitty, like YouTube channel. Or like, you know, we're like metal coaches.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like a pyramid scheme somehow too. It's like more harmonics. (laughs) I don't know. So the very last line of the song, until I read the lyrics, I thought he was saying, leave the water alone.
0: Except for a handful of songs where the lyrics are like, for whatever reason the line is like really easy to pick out. A uh-huh. lot of times I just hear
2: bop
1: bah! Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, yeah. Bah bah ba. You know? Rah, 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 so rah, I don't rah, know rah. that it- <laughs> <laughs> So it it when I heard that, it made me think of um the Beach Boys song, Don't Go Near the Water. And it I kind of I liked that having that thought in my mind, because I like that song. But he's saying leave leave the moment alone.
0: Right. I I would rather be you know taken to the water maybe a river <laughs> take me uh-huh. to that river yeah <laughs> just drop me in that water
1: <laughs> i also say my last note on this one is drums are so good just in general drums yeah. are good
0: yeah metal without drums would uh be worse
1: that's true it would be like metal without drums is like metal from another world <laughs>
0: So, yeah, this is obviously the newest song, the most recent song on the playlist mm-hmm. uh, from their coming album, uh, April 30th, 13th, 23rd. <laughs>
1: <laughs> April 30th.
0: Okay. The first thing I said. Yeah, I, I was kind of surprised that a-, a brand new song made it. And th- so they released two songs they released this and fucking. Born, what is it called? Born born,
1: born for this or born <laughs> this way? Born. <laughs> They're covering Lady Gaga.
0: Born for one thing.
1: Born for one thing.
0: And that was the first song I listened to and watched the video for it mm-hmm. uh, and didn't love it. It was very Gojira, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, but maybe a few days later, I realized there was another song to listen to. Mm-hmm. Did I, did I just say another song? I could have probably used that in in like a pun sort of way at some point. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, you already did it better. But um, anyway, yeah. And I was kind of surprised. Like, oh, this has a little bit of Gift of Guilt vibe to it. Yeah, um, okay. It, it, right, because it has a little bit of like the the like tapping pull-offs and, and all that. And so it's like, yeah, you know what? This might round it out and we get, you know, about 15 years of Gojira on Mm -hmm. this playlist and and show no growth
1: (laughs) none at all this is not my favorite song it's okay
0: it's not flying whales
1: it's not flying whales definitely not flying whales you know uh what it kind of makes me think of a little bit
0: what's that buddy
1: That song's good. It is really good. Um, but anyway, the guitar part kind of reminded me of Muse a bit, and but then it went after that.
0: <laughs> uh huh. I'm sorry, Danny. I it's okay. Th- this should have been a three song playlist because uh, that seems to be enough. <laughs> it's really a. Uh, I get it.
1: Maybe. Or a four song. I don't know. This song was fine. Like, it's... Was this, was this the least favorite of the four? I'd say it was my least favorite. It just doesn't do much of anything. Kind of like esoteric surgery. But I really like the music video. I have not seen this music video. Oh. It's like an animated thing and they're like building a rocket ship to go to another planet or uh, I'm sorry oh another world
0: Do you think he thought of that music video idea while listening to Radiohead's uh, national anthem? Probably yeah probably and that's what everyone thinks of when they hear that song mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I do kind of want to learn that that riff. I just want to try to learn it so I can not be able to do it and get get upset and then not play guitar. <laughs>
0: I don't have anything to be mad at right now. <laughs> yeah. I, there's let's see, Flying Whales, that riff, just like, just, so that chugging riff in Flying Whales, let's talk about a more interesting song. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that riff. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know how many chords it is, I haven't looked it up, but like that would be a fun riff to learn. Mm-hmm. Um. But like the other chugging riffs are just like, they seem like, to play it live would just be more of like, oh, I'm obligated to play this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, but this it doesn't part seem again.
0: fun. Yeah. But yeah, th- th- there's a couple parts I was like, oh, I would like to see if I can uh, make that sound.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not on drums. Not no. on drums. I could never do that. I'm not a good drummer. Knee. <laughs> nee- either. I mean... <laughs> you're better the drummer than I am. I remember when I when I saw your band with Evan and how impressed I was at uh, your drumming so
0: I, well I think everybody had such low expectations of what that was gonna be like sure because sure. Evan had been playing guitar for you know fucking 10 12 years or whatever yeah yeah uh, at our first show which you were at and I believe you took photos I had been playing I guitar did. or guitar, playing drums for I don't even say playing. I had been owning drums for three months, <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Uh, so it was basically like, oh, let's see what I can pull out of my bag of trick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, that trick was good.
0: That trick was literally just following every guitar line, and you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just Like it worked. I mean, I mean, it I worked. guess for a two-person it works, but yeah. It was before mm-hmm. I knew any better. Now I'm I'm no better technically, but I know that I suck. So it's like before, like I was just like, "This is fun."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And now I'd be like, "People are gonna judge me." Anyway, what band are we talking yeah. about? We're talking about Stone Ghosts.
1: <laughs> yep, Stone Ghosts, everyone's favorite uh, blues rock band. <sighs> two, everyone's favorite two piece blues rock band I hate from Sacramento. Part.
0: Is there like some like pretty well known two piece blues rock band from Sacramento? Uh,
1: I don't know. Okay,
0: I'm just wondering how specific you would have to get before it actually could be us.
1: <laughs> Everyone's favorite two piece blues rock band featuring people that worked at Dimple Records. Yeah, from Sacramento
0: between oh uh, five and oh eight.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically, Dimple on Arden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That lived there, together.
0: Yeah, that Dimple and Arden had a lot of good two-piece blues rock bands, but they weren't roommates. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking uh, uh, Jaron and Rex. Oh, man, they were great. <laughs> the Kyle and Brandy experiment. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, man. That one was weird. Um. Let's see. Final Gojira thoughts. They're pretty good. I definitely want to listen to the Flying Whales album. That one right there. I
0: thought you were going to keep talking. This is just be... Oh, okay. I couldn't tell background. if it was still playing
1: or not. Oh. I will give them 3.9. 2.9. 3.9. Uh,
0: 3.9! Hold on. Hold on. Everybody, hold your fucking whales... I got to check something. (laughs) Hold
1: on to your whales. I think that's the same I gave uh, God as an astronaut.
0: Uh, Hold on to your whales. Isn't that what Samuel L. Jackson says in Jurassic Park? (laughs) Yes. Hold on to your whales.
1: That's what he says in Snakes on a Plane.
0: Sick of these motherfucking flying whales. (laughs) Let's see. Let's see, you motherfucker. You gave God as an astronaut 3.5. You want to reconsider? This is a lie. This is a fucking lie.
1: All right. I'll give them three point. I'll give them 3.5. Tied with God as an astronaut. How's that? How's that for you?
0: Also tied with don't stop or we'll die.
1: This rating system is meaningless.
0: 0.5 higher than L-1011. What did you give Mogwai? You didn't write it down.
1: Oh, I don't remember. Oh, I gave him one, what did I give Um, God as an Astronaut, 3.5? Yeah. So 3.4.
0: You would rather listen to Gojira than Mogwai.
1: Apparently based on this scale, sure. (laughs)
0: Look, that's the number I gave, so I guess so. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, is there anything like, just like ridiculous in here that Let's see, I gave Propagandia a 3.9, Empire, Empire, 361. See, I would rather listen to Empire looking yeah. back, you know. I gave Boris 0.5 higher than Empire, and I really liked some Boris stuff, but as far as like sitting there and listening to an album, it'd be Empire. Yeah. I don't know if this is on purpose or not, but it's, it says funeral foe a friend.
1: <laughs> no, that's not on purpose.
0: Just very funny. I'm going to go ahead and shimmy in an R there. 90-pound uh, wuss. I gave him 0.39. I was generous. Uh, I don't remember what I gave. Zombies or Labyrinth. But
1: Yeah, I don't remember either.
0: Let's see. Everyone just... Oh, hey, this is our 20th episode. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Happy 20th. Ha-
1: happy 20th, yeah. Happy 20th, Dante. Eh?
0: <laughs> to you as well. Oh, no. I just realized what part of the episode this is.
1: Oh, is this the part where you're supposed to read your texts?
0: No, oh boy, I wish it was that good of a part. This is the part where I'm supposed to fucking give you the next, uh, the next band. Oh, right. Well, let's see what I what half uh, prepared playlist I have in the works. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Uh, oh, here we go. This will be a good uh, little change of pace maybe i'm starting to realize that i just don't like truly love that many bands mm-hmm. i wonder if like the rest of this show is going to be um i'm giving you bands that i would currently rate as a three and see if you <laughs> can't elevate it a little bit sure why not well i don't know entertainment purposes perhaps
2: eh.
0: okay oh, mm-hmm. okay we're we're gonna make sure we're getting into the, this episode has been like a Gojira song in that it is just like, just like chugging along that same fucking you're just getting yep. fingered the exact same way. Um. So anyway, we're gonna we're gonna change pace a little bit for two weeks. All right, Danny. Mm-hmm. The next time I punish and. Maybe, maybe isn't going to be punishing. We'll see. Okay. I am going to give you the band. All right, start. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, go.
1: Okay. (laughs) Oh, that was so stupid and so funny, Dante. And now we can
0: okay, stop. Did I I ever share that tweet with you? I don't think so. It's fucking, it's brilliant and it's disgusting. The text is like, I heard pineapple was supposed to make your your cum taste better, but this tasted awful. And it's just a picture of like a pineapple slice covered in some sort of (laughs) viscous liquid. And it's like, fuck, that joke has been sitting out there for so long.
1: It has been.
0: Oh, my God. It's so good. I hope there was some sort of props, some prop being used, (laughs) you know, a special effects team. Uh, I don't know. But either way, it's so funny. (laughs) I won't say the funniest thing. I don't want to speak in hyperbole. One of the funniest things is just purposefully misunderstanding things.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? I mean, so like a guy purposefully misunderstanding like <laughs> th- the idea that pineapple makes it taste better is just like,
2: ah, so good. <laughs> just, it's the height of art. <laughs>